All right. All right. Hello, guys. We're back. This is Sin City with Onyx Muse. This is episode three. Um, I'm excited. That I, I'm, I'm really happy about this journey. Um, before we get started, I want to do a little uh, promo. I will be in New York uh, next week, um, Saturday, the 25th of November, Thanksgiving weekend. I'm going to be doing a feature at Sapphire 39. Um, I'm doing a performance and then I'm doing a meet and greet. So come check me out. I will have merch. Um, if you give me the VIP, we might be able to, you know, smoke some weed in there or whatever. I don't know. That's the legend, but... Um, definitely come check me out. Uh, also, what else do we got uh, coming up? We have AVN coming up. I have a lot of great guests. Um, I'm getting a lot of uh, adult talent that I will be interviewing. So I'm going to have some fun um, interviews going on for that. But um, we have a great guest. I'm excited to talk to her. But first, um. You know, I'm going to get into one of my stories because this kind of coincides with what we got going on because, you know, it isn't Sin City without a fucking story of one of my crazy adventures. So I'm a big time cannabis user um, and I always get into these situations where maybe like a sugar daddy or maybe a guy, they want to pretend to smoke weed to try to keep up with me, but like I'm an avid like smoker and I'm, I could smoke pretty heavy, but uh, uh, I love this guy. Uh, hopefully if he's listening just now, I love you. But um, I, <laughs> I went on a date with a sugar daddy and we went to a show and I was, you know, in Vegas, you got to go to like the dinner and the dinners are really early and I'm a mom. So it's hard for me to make these dinners. But I did it, dropped the kid off, you know, boom, went to the dinner, you know, shoved it in my mouth and stuff. And then I kind of noticed that he didn't really eat that much. He told me he'd been gambling earlier, but whatever. I'm not going to parent, you know, a grown ass man. So we go to the show and I like I had so much anxiety because I needed to smoke weed and the show was really long, but it was great. And um so I was like, hey, we, we need to go upstairs to the parking garage so I could smoke this weed. And he was older um, and he wanted, just, he wanted to take a toke. Now, when somebody's smoking weed with me and they, you know, they do the gesture, you know, that I'm thinking they know what they're doing, right? Well, this guy, um, we were talking and <laughs> smoking weed and then all of a sudden he passed out. And we're in the we're in the parking lot, so I'm just like, oh, okay, like. And then he was like, oh my, oh my god, he's like, I, he's like, did I pass out? I was like, yeah, you you passed out. Like, let let's get up. And then um, we're talking and stuff. And I, my car was like right behind me, so I was like, I turned around to like open the door, and he passed out again. And this time when he passed out, there was people around and they're like, is he okay? I was like, he's fine. Don't worry. Like, don't. He's lightweight. He's like, I, I got him. And I like get in the car and, and stuff. And he was like, you know, and it's like always these guys, they go, well, what was in there? It's fucking weed. Okay. I smoke good weed. I don't smoke that Fire. fake shit. So if you're going to talk with me, you better be able to handle. But, um, he was, uh. 
he he was like, I don't I don't think I can walk. And I'm like, well, you're <laughs> sorry, you're gonna have to walk because <laughs> uh and so we we did a few rounds where he tried to attempt to get out of the out of the car and it didn't work. And then eventually like I, I had to pep talk him and stuff. And it was really funny because um at the end he was like, or like midway, he was like yeah, we're probably not going to fuck. And I'm like, definitely not. I was like, uh, <laughs> um, but we, you know, I like, I went, drove by the door closer to the door and I was like, you got this. I was like, you got this. I'm going to, we're going to walk you to your hotel room and you're going to go to bed. Um, and you know, I got to go. So, uh, thankfully he, he made it, but I have a great guest and she's a big time cannabis people, uh, user and also a cultivation owner or, um, but please tell the people who you are. Okay. I'm Valerie. Um, I'm from Northern Cali and Bay area. Bay area? Not necessarily the Bay area. Way North, I would say. Oh, okay. Um, Mendocino, Lake County. All right, all right. So I've been in the cannabis industry for, you know, my whole life. Awesome. Um, But really got heavily into um, cultivation about 10 years ago and really took it to a professional level, um, you know, as I transitioned into the licensed market. So I'm the owner of Spring Valley Ranch. Um, We have a, we have... A one acre cultivation. So we have That's about. What I'm talking about yeah. a bad bitch owning a cultivation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I took it seriously for sure. Um, so we have um, a farm in Mendo, uh, a farm in Lake, and then I ended up owning a very, very large uh, distribution and processing company. And don't and, make uh, me wet. Don't make yeah. me turned on. Um, mm-hmm. So we see the best of the best. Um, we represent like, I would say, almost 40 farms. So we distribute awesome. for 40 different farms. Um, we're really well known for like our procurement, which means like we're looking, we choose the top 12 strains in Northern Cali and we buy for multiple brands in Love Cali. That. Yeah. And, and then, you have a specific product that you yeah. are, because um, I was really interested when it I came my too. way. So what happened was I had been cultivating and really having this cannabis experience, um, you know, Northern Cali style and... I was one of the only like females in the area. Right. Um, there wasn't a lot of us. Very like, heavy yeah. uh, male dominated. Exactly. Yeah. So, it, but it, I, I just enjoyed working with all the, the men that really taught me a lot about business and things like that. And so I went really well with my personality, you know, and, but then as I started to get more into the industry and I was feeling this like need to express myself more outside of cultivation and okay. owning a distribution center. Okay. And I was like, you know, I want to I want to own a brand. What do I? And they said, well, you can make whatever you want to. You have everything to do it. And I was like, all right. I was like, well, what would represent who I am? You know, and I just thought about the things that I like, the things that are entertaining to me and. You know, when you as you get older, there's only a few things that are really cool, right? You know, that you like. I don't know. What for, are those? For me, it's like traveling, you know, sex, creativity, weed. All of it. You All know, food. Above. Right. You know, experience, connecting with others. You know, there's there's only so many things. But like I was I had this experience with all of the, you know, prior you know men that I've been with you know I've had a few boyfriends you know long-term boyfriends it was more like you know three three men in my life okay um but I've always smoked with them 
Right. Like it's like an intimate thing that I. It's did a love with, language. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I mean, we were always like smoking together, and it would be like this thing where we'd be at home, we'd be smoking, cooking, sex. yeah, like, laughing, watching movies, fucking. You know what I you mean? You know like, what's funny is. I, cause even too, like I've had boyfriends and sometimes I get into these relationships where they don't smoke weed. And that's I, a problem. I no, even, I, it is a problem because I even let them know. I'm like, like, yo, like it's, you know, hard limit if you don't smoke weed. Um, and they, you know, they'll be like, wow, so what the heck? Like what, you know, but I, I tell them, I'm like, because our vibe is going to be off. Like if you're on something else, you're not going to be on my vibe. And I love having sex and smoking weed, having weed around or Mm -hmm. something. So it's like, if you smoke weed, which people are probably like, yeah, um, that's like bonus points. Like like, that's like mental boner that Mm -hmm. if I find out you smoke weed, you're hot and I, I'm vibing oh with God, you. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm just imagining us having some. Literally, I would be like watching my my boyfriend like roll. Uh, yes. I'm just like you're fucking sexy as fuck. You know, I'm like light that shit up in front of me, please. I'm like yes. <laughs> you know what's funny is like I always have my weed bag and it has like slut on there, but I always would have like little funny like things yeah. to hold like my weed. But non weed smokers, they don't get the ritual of yeah. rolling yeah. and it's a process and I'm a flower person. Yeah, so, too. and cause I, um, in LA I actually was, a, um, I managed a dispensary. I did oh, yeah, butt-tending yeah. a lot. Of, and I so even- you know a lot about- I know a lot about it. I yeah. even harvested in Oregon and stuff. So oh, I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm like super, yeah. so my brother's out there. He does a lot of work in cannabis. That's how I got connected to- yeah. The farms. I know a lot of brokers mm-hmm. and stuff, but like genuinely, like I love smoking weed. Like yeah, it's no. uh I got my homegirl, my homegirl Brandy. That was my first LA friend. She was so funny. Um, she was like, I met her and she was like, Hey, she's like, You're a hot girl, I'm a hot girl. She's like, Let's go in these dispensaries. She's like, and then when we get, you know, we'll get weed. Yeah. She's like, they'll give us extra because we're cute. And I was like, well, fuck yeah, bitch. I was like, (laughs) I'm in. (laughs) So we used to do that. And then that's kind of like, I just fell in love with like the atmosphere that I wanted more. And so then I went to any dispensary and I was like, hey, you want to, you know, can I be a butt tender? And so I did that. And then you kind of find that not all dispensaries are your vibe. Yeah. So I worked with a lot and back in, this was during Prop 215. Yeah. So in LA, it was before the regula- regulation. So there was like a fucking dispensary. There was like five dispensaries on like one road. Yeah. Um, and then I found my great friend, Mike. Um, I went into his dispensary and I was his bud tender. And the, uh, the manager girl, she actually got pregnant. And so I had a train to be the manager. And then from there, I'm like, I mean, you you gave me the doors and it was it was crazy because I would bring in my other girlfriends. I would train them to be butt tenders yeah. and then we would go flyer to um, the Los Angeles Community College was like right across the street. And, we, mean, had, and we had a smoking lounge in too. In today's market, really the butt tenders are the ones that are educating our community. Right. And it's the only place to get weed. Yeah. You know, so if the butt tenders aren't up to par with what they know. It's so important, the energy, the knowledge that they give people when they come in. You like- gotta know. And what was funny was back then, 
you know, because it wasn't corporate. You had to be a hot girl and it was kind of like you had like a funky style or whatever, but rolling was super key. And um, we would have, so we had a little lounge and then these people, you know, could be the kids. I mean, we used to have people that would come in like three, four times a day, but it was also because they wanted, you know, us. Yeah. But like, I would have people that would come in, they would tip me to like get the thing packed. Then they would tip me to roll it. Then they would tip me to smoke it with them. (laughs) So then my tolerance was going up because I'm like smoking top shelf, like blunts. But I also got checked, you know, I, I had medical patients that came in and I had one patient that, you know, he was on a fixed income. So he bought some stuff. It didn't work for him for what he had. He was a cancer patient. And so I corrected it, but I was like, it gave me a life, like it gave me a lesson that I was like, whoa, okay. It's not just about being a hot girl. It's not about top shelf. I need to truly like listen to what they are looking for and give them the best, you know, product that I have there. This is just another, you know, um, example of how people's experience with cannabis. It's just so different. Everybody's experience. And it's just so beautiful. You know, like you are, you're in, you were in sales, you know what I mean? In retail, you know what I mean? And having this experience with the plant, meeting people, understanding the medicine now, and then understanding like the other components too, because it's so, it's so multidimensional, the plant. Right. You can have fun, you can relax, you can have, use it for medicine. Like it's just a lot of different things. Yeah. And you know, my dad was a veteran and stuff and I use that a lot with him you know, because he would be on heavy medications yeah. and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so it's like, there is very good medicinal use yeah. for cannabis on top of, you on know, of you know, fun, smoking it and whatever. Yeah. But um, so that's like how I got heavy in it. But yeah, man, like if we're going to have a sex fest and you smoke weed, oh my God, I'm fucking panties are wet and all that. So like, yeah, I mean the brand, you know, it really kind of, was created from first off you know i'm a therapist oh. i was a therapist and, okay you know what i mean and that was my career before i was a business owner in cannabis and so I, like you had an office and people would come in the couch yes and- yes <laughs> and <laughs> did you give them cannabis um or no, no, i, I no, recommended no. it okay. a lot no. okay well that's I, cool. I, I was more of like a holistic health and wellness therapist but like my degree is in you know mental health therapy and I have I have multiple degrees and master's degrees and things like that. And um, I was working with a lot of couples oh. and there was all the the one thing that the issue is the intimacy, the intimacy, you know, and they didn't even know what intimacy was. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, so what do you guys talk about? You know what I mean? And they were like. They're robots. Well, we don't really talk. We just come home and then we like- And make, we just and get we, into And we make dinner it. and then, you know, we're really tired from work and then we go to bed and I'm just like, okay. I'm like, well, then you guys need to get to know each other again. How about that? You know, because, um, you know, I noticed when I was at home, I always had like a really like robust, like, you know, intimacy, you know, and sex life and things like that. And I was just like, wow, I mean, what's so different? But it was because some a lot of the time, most of the time, I would be smoking and it would be like super fun, chill vibe. We'd be laughing and playing and and then we can get super sexy with it. And 
I was smoking weed from Northern Cali. Well, little did I know. The best shit. Yeah, the best shit for real has very much more high terpenes than anywhere Mm. else in the world. And I never knew that. Is the terpenes that make you feel all sexy? So the terpenes are what kind of give you this creative, energetic vibration. And people don't understand that fully because it's just getting, you know, all the research done you know, as of late, you know, and working with a few labs like SD Labs and they're doing like a lot of like terpene um, understanding and scientific things about the entourage effects of terpenes. Well, little did I know I've been smoking that high terpene fire ass weed. So then I'm like super creative and right. creative and sexual energy or sensual energy and creative Greater, it's one and the same. Absolutely. So I'm like getting down in my house, you know what I mean? And I'm feeling sexy and I'm feeling creative and I'm feeling confident and yeah. powerful in my own home, you know what I mean? And I was just like, wow, I hope that everybody else gets to have this. Yes. And I was like, you know, I think that I really want to create something where people feel safe to, to try new things, mm. intimate things with their partner or with people, you know? So I was like, I want to like, uh, create like something. Like in a dungeon. Yeah, <laughs> when you're do- <laughs> when you're doing a, you know a session with a a sub. But can you imagine with a couple that hasn't that yeah. kind of wants to revitalize their you know sex life? And sometimes it's not a you know you have to use a a beautiful sacred plant medicine to get you to that place. Right. It's it's a it's a tool mm-hmm. to help you get to that place. You know yeah, because, because it ignites connection. It ignites connection. It changes your consciousness a little bit. You guys get out of your head. You know what I mean? And what better to, to do is to have a brand that can help you move through though that, that transition or that evolution. And it's not like there's like, you know, issues, like you're not going to get addicted to it. Yeah, it's not going to cause no problems. You may, you know, you might need to go to the grocery store the next day <laughs> because you're going to eat a lot. But for the most part, I, oh, mean, but, I mean, you know, they can eat a lot. On each other. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you get the munchies, got yeah. honey. You put honey, put, like put a little pie yeah. on his dick, like you know, <laughs> eat all you want. <laughs> right. But I mean, it was—it's just like a tool, and that brand is—I mean, Damiana is really—it's going Damiana. to Damiana is I one of the most that. ancient aphrodisiac plants on earth. You know, when I started studying that cannabis was an aphrodisiac, yeah, and I didn't understand it, I was like, oh shit! I was like okay, let me see what other aphrodisiacs are out there. Started looking things up, Mm. started understanding things. We have some flower blends coming out with cannabis and and Damiana. I love this. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not only going to get- And so Damiana is natural, it's organic. Yeah, it's a flower. It's been anciently used in teas to smoke and it's an aphrodisiac. Oh shit, I'm going to add this to my regimen. Yeah, okay. I mean, there, there could be some really fun things you can do with that. Well, I'm a dom, yeah. so I'm a dominatrix. And and I can provide all the high terpene flower you need. Well, I mean, <laughs> where the fuck were you yesterday? Because I did- You put um, him to sleep. <laughs> I did a session and actually oh, like- yeah. So I, um, I did an amazing uh, trampling and cock and ball torture. Actually like the cock and ball torture, we just kind of slipped into it and I was all for it, but- Really amazing. We did a little face sitting. Um, some of my subs on OnlyFans and stuff. My top bitch, yeah. Justin, gave us the idea. And so we ran with it. But when I do sessions and I'm, you know, I'm a therapist too, in a way. Yeah. You know, I'm a little, it's a little uh, different. Yeah. But um, 
cannabis is definitely um, an important, you know, method that I use to get into the zone, mm -hmm. music, um, and really what I found, because not even when I'm doing dom sessions, like even when I'm in the strip club or even yeah. when maybe I have a regular that comes and they come back for my energy that we're doing like in the VIP, yeah. it's about intimacy. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I, I'm really yeah. noticing that because a lot of them, you know, they could be married, they could be, be CEOs. They're looking for the intimacy. That's and what it looking, is. And yeah. they're looking to yeah. different than their wife and it's nothing to their wife or girlfriends or whatever, but it's about like, when I'm in tune with them, yeah. I'm looking them in their eyes, I'm touching their hair. You know, I'm connection. really yeah. getting, I'm, I'm kind of stimulating all their senses mm -hmm. and I'm listening to them. Maybe they have some, you know, things that they need, that they're missing in their life mm -hmm. that they can't necessarily get from home that, um, you know, and it, so it's been, this word has been growing and, and that is exactly what I do try to focus on in, in the sessions because they're there, they're looking for something. You know, what's cool though, is that they're asking you for what they need. Exactly. And it's so hard for men to do that with the person they love. And I, and it's, it's like the, it's, I mean, I, it's I want, shameful. Yeah. And I, and Damiana is going to teach some of that. Um, you know, it's come with the education behind it. So there'll be some QR codes where um, you can follow it and learn how to maybe, maybe you can teach us. Maybe you can be a part of this. I would love, you can teach I would a woman love. how to dom her man. Um, That's exactly that what I want to do. I want to inspire a lot of women to bring that feminine bring energy, that energy out. And allow their man to speak. You know what I mean? Tell them what they want. And then you learn how to speak and tell, the, tell them you know what, what you want. So I... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, there's this great YouTuber that he just kind of found my way, MJ Harris. Um, he's, he's a gay man mm -hmm. and he's really teaching women about um, using feminine energy yeah. when communicating with masculine energy. Yeah. And even too, it's not like men and women because sometimes some women can have masculine energy yeah. and then you know, if a man has the masculine energy, she's kind of like matching it and that yeah. could really offset the man. So even though, I mean, I feel I'm very high in my feminine energy, but I, you know, I, I'm, I'm like, hey, let me educate myself. So he was talking and he talks about these funny scenarios about <laughs> yeah. how to communicate to, to men. Yeah. And so I started to use this in some of like, you know, men that I, I deal with. And I came with the approach because I mean, yes, I'm a dom and sometimes yeah. I'm, I'm a mother too. So, you know, it's yeah. like when I hear bullshit or if someone's like, you know, coming at me and I'm on, I, you know, the bullshit's all on the table. Naturally, I want to fucking be like, yeah, you fucking dumbass, you know. But I was like, you know what? I like this person. So I'm going to come back and... He, he kind of talks about, you know, you want to give them reassurance, but you also like want to touch them and you want to feel them and you want to like, you know, make them because they have so much testosterone, mm -hmm. you know, like you want to calm them down yeah. and you also want them to feel a place of yeah. safeness. You want to have them feel a place of escape mm -hmm. and that you're not judging them and that you're communicating to them like a human being. Well, I mean, if you know who you're who you're with, you know, if you get to know who you're with or you ask, you're just asking them what they want, sometimes they don't know. 
but a lot of the time really good doms or people that are in you know the industry it's like they can tell whether or not somebody needs to be out of control oh yeah you know because men are they are always in control and they're taught to be like that and it's just a it's hard to be in control all the time it is it's like oh my god you know what i mean and even for dominant women you know i'm i am gonna you know say that i'm one of the ones that i don't like to be in control all the time you know in bed i don't but i do you know what i mean so i'll go back and forth like in your life you're in control i mean i'm talking about in you know my sex life right right right, right. sometimes i like to be completely dominated like i fucking love that shit yeah you know but sometimes and naturally i'm just i just dominate yeah you know what i mean but sometimes like i need to be dominated like i just need it you know yes and i think that's the same for for men you know that sometimes they they need it you know? They want to let go because a lot of times, yeah. like, especially like, so I specialize in financial domination. Yeah. And these are a lot of like CEOs, maybe they're doctors, maybe yeah. they're, you know, these are, one, you know, top high value men. Yeah. And naturally, because they're also in control in their marriage and their mm-hmm. relationships, maybe even too, they might yeah. uh, help family members out. So they have all this control and all this power. So when they come and see me and other doms, mm-hmm. what they want to do is they want to surrender. Yeah, they, want they want to, to like hang up that guy and they want to step into this world yeah. where they're dominated. Like how you're saying, you're like, I need to be dominated. Yeah. You want to be tied. You, you want to be bound. You don't want to think about anything. Right. You know? And they want and they want me to guide their journey, their yeah. session, and it is intimacy. Yeah. And and also, I think there's this oversaturation that like girls who've kind of like maybe looked at Pornhub and they're like, ah, I want to be a dom, you know. But they no, don't, there's a professionalism to there is and, dominatrix, and they don't dominating. understand that it's yeah. not about yelling at the guy. It's no, not it's about, about beating the guy. Having a sense of safety and being able to you gotta enjoy listen. Yourself. First, you have to have an understanding that what are his fetishes, what mm-hmm. are the things that get him excited, and do you do like interviews with them before or uh, or why why a hundred percent i mean even before we get into it oh see this is this is the professionalism yeah like you know like a lot of these guys i have to do a lot of vetting so there's it's a process and Mm -hmm. and also like what i tell women because i've been doing it for like 10 years Mm -hmm. i had to learn like in like there was a time where i was like i'm just dumb i'm just doing this because it, it was really exciting but it also taught me that it's a, it's like this magic that comes. So when they come through, it's so special that it's not going to be something like I go on webcam yeah. or something, or I'm going to the strip club and it's every day, mm-hmm. right? They, there's a process that they have to do to, you know, get in tune that they're going to get this. And then also I have to kind of, you know, I got to do a little, I got to get in their head. I got to like talk to them. But see, this them. is what we need to teach yes. some, you know, couples. Yeah. No, like, absolutely. You know, you want to spice up your sex life, get to know your man. Because even you know? too, as much as these women who mm-hmm. are doing domination on the side, these are all, these are valuable lessons yeah. that women can use in their personal life, yeah. in their relationships. And, and, and really when I started to get deeper into doming, it made me make better decisions in my personal life, in my business. Yeah. And and also like when men are trying to date me, 
trying to waste my fucking time because they're <laughs> fuck boys. Um, and I get it. Like, you know, I'm in the adult industry. So people, I got red hair and shit. So people think that, oh, I'm just this crazy slutty whore that I just need to be fucked. And I'm really yeah. not into that. I'm not into rough sex. I'm not into that. Yeah. Really what I'm into is intimacy yeah. and connection. That mm. turns me on more than anything. Yeah. Um, somebody who it's not about fucking yeah but someone who genuinely like wants to learn about me wants to get what deep i like and yeah. what i like and we're not yeah. just talking about sex we're mm -hmm. talking about what are the things that are passionate to me yeah like what are my passions what excites mm -hmm. me what you know what are like there's more to me than a sex worker yeah. there's more to me than just being dom and this is what a lot of men don't realize, but this is also an issue that women in the dating world yeah. have too. You know, mm -hmm. you got Tinder and all this bullshit. So you have all this I mean, instant they're gratification. For but they're not going to find it. They're in, not going to find apps, it because you know? they are one, they're never satisfied. There's these really funny <laughs> reels going on um, that like guys and girls are doing it. And it's like, POV of like dating in 2023 where guys are like, I really like you. Like, I, I really love what we have. They're like, but I don't want a title and I don't want commitment. So, you know, we'll just be friends. And then like the girl will be like, okay, well, I'm going to go date some, I'm going to see other people. Well, I, I told you, I really like you. Like, but we, like, we don't need labels. And so there's this delusion as as men even want to say that we're delusional but these men that you know they want to have not you know they want to have the girlfriend duties without yeah. the girlfriend title and women were a lot of us you know we're kind of um pleasure you know we want to please people yeah. and we do it, right? Mm -hmm. We do it because we don't know, but we don't, we also don't know that this guy is a fucking freak. And he's also, <laughs> he's also, he's on Bumble, he's on Tinder, he's on whatever the fuck, uh, Hinge. Um, who knows? He's on Instagram, like in all these bitches. And he's living this double life where, you know, naturally other women are doing that too, but they're just, you know, they're getting fixated on one person that isn't earning that yeah. isn't earning that privilege. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, women, so now it's like, I talk to a lot of my homegirls because when I see men and stuff, you know, I'm, I'm judging on your actions. I'm judging, you know, how you are when you talk to me, like when you're texting me, yeah. what's your actions? But there's a lot of guys that go, oh, I'm thinking about you. Oh, I really oh, miss you. Well, it's not enough. But they're not doing anything. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, and so I see it's these- It's just a thought. It's just a thought. But it's, it's a good like, thought. But, but also it's like, it's something that they would say to any girl and they yeah. could be saying this all day, but it's like, you know, um, there's also things that when you see a man that's really interested, if he really misses you, he's really thinking about you, he is going to contact you and he's not even going to give you a fucking saying like, oh, maybe we could hang out. No, he's like, hey, okay, I got this day or this day. Let's hang it out. Um, I want, you want to do this kind of food? You want to do that? Like he is li like literally giving you the two options so that you're choosing one and that there is no well, no. I mean, you're a, you're a um, dominating woman. So is it hard to find... 
Extremely. Uh, a man that can. Extremely hard. Without him being super crazy. You and know, this because- is the thing. Even in my personal life, it's not a necessity that they have to be into fetish. Yeah. You know, and a lot of guys are like, oh, well, I'm not a submissive guy. I don't need a submissive guy. Like, it, that's yeah, not I, what I'm looking yeah, for. Exactly, yeah. Trust me, I got a, I got a plethora of <laughs> submissive men that I could go to at any point in time and they pay me, so it's even better. Yeah. Um, it's about a man who appreciates the things that I'm into yeah. and supports what I'm into, even yeah. if he's not into that. Mm-hmm. because that's what we need. We need, as much as we're cheerleaders to these fucking guys, we need cheerleaders for us. And I want him yeah. in the stands being like, that's my baby. You yeah. know, we, yeah, we're going to do this, even though I don't like being called baby. So don't ever, I always snap at guys when they call me baby because it's so unoriginal. Yeah. And it's like, you're probably, you're calling 50 bitches baby. Get, get unique. So when a guy calls me like something else, yeah. I appreciate that because I'm like, oh, that's creative. Um, <laughs> you, you, <laughs> I know you value I'm, creativity. I do. Yeah. I do. I, I value, you know, the I love o- outside of the box. I mean, to, to have real intimacy, you really have to want to please the person. Um, and so that I noticed a lot of couples, like, did you really feel like she deserved to be pleased or he deserved to be pleased? And if there's like issues there where they feel like, oh, well, he's been, doing this and she's been doing that and they can't let go of things. Right. Then there's some, you know, other things that is hard for couples to kind of get over. Um, And we have some like relationship things in Damiana as well. So there's like one month where we're like really talking about like, you know, how to get over things in relationships and how to heal relationships to like create better intimacy. We're talking about BDSM, you know, vibes. We're talking about, oh, pain and pleasure, you know, because sometimes your partner really needs to like be present. Yeah. And when you can't be present and when you're in your head, like you can't have good sex. Totally. You know, and And that's a problem. And sometimes a little pain, you know what I mean, can bring you to the moment. It can. And sometimes. But but a regular person that doesn't study this type of stuff, they wouldn't know where to start with that. So Damiana, we're putting this little metal tool in there that has a little... No, you know, spikes on it. Ooh, ooh. And we're teaching people oh, how to use it with your partner. Oh. How you do you use that? this with your partner? You guys hear that? You, yeah, you, you hear like, the men tighten up. They're like, spikes? What? Yeah, like, I mean, I love it. No, yeah. I, I like it on myself. And it's a lot of men don't understand the, the importance of foreplay, you know, yeah. the warming up process. It's like there's so many men that are like, yeah, I just want to like get the pants off and we just get into it. And it's like, well, shit, like steam me up. You but know? even how like, you, you said you did it, it's like you were asking him days before, oh, what do you like? Oh, yeah. Can you imagine just like a regular couple and the girl just starting off and being like, so what do you like? Like after like, you know, months of, you know, maybe no lack of intimacy and then her trying these like techniques that you're learning, like she can build her own dude up. And they can have like this great time, right? But a lot of it's women not taught. And see, this you know, there's is nowhere what, to teach. There's nowhere this, to learn. This it. is what I want to learn because as I'm learning about this feminine energy that I, I already have naturally, but it's yeah. like now that I'm having this guy, you know, really, and it's just funny because he is a very flamboyant gay man, and I love it. I love, I love them. Um, but he's breaking it down where it's like, wow, women. Because sometimes we do, we get so in our head and and we're prideful, right? We're yeah. like, oh, 
They're like, this motherfucker hasn't taken, I've been doing the dishes five days a week and he can't even take the trash out, you know? So we get it stuck on these really stupid things. And, you know, a lot of these women don't understand that. Pussy's a hell of a drug, you know? Uh, That man, no matter how mad he is, you just... Take your panties off, bend over in front of him, but you're not really like, and then you go walk, you know, to the bathroom. I mean, he's going to follow like a little dog and he loves that. He wants that. So there's a lot of ways that women can, you know, I think Mm -hmm. we uh, women, I mean, World War Three, we can solve it. You know, you just send a bunch of us out there. We're we're getting it uh, solved (laughs) because our feminine energy is nurturing and and in a way it's mothering and not like oh this guy's got mommy issues but you know mother earth you know mother earth is always holding you down very powerful and so just recently you know there's been a shift you know and all of us can feel it you know, I know everybody can feel it because I can feel it and everybody I talk to can feel it. I can feel it, but what, what are we talking about? I mean, yeah. there's been a shift. And so the feminine energy is very strong. Very strong. And super powerful, more powerful than we ever thought. Yeah. You know, and now we're we're learning to express it. And, you and, know, and, and I'm also getting like a high volume of uh, very alpha males that want me to dom them because I am so passionate about talking Mm -hmm. about BDSM and they're so curious. And they're also like, you know, they don't know. They don't know what it is, but it's something different. Well, because I think there was a, I mean, there was like this whole era of where like men were just watching porn. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's all they were doing and that was getting them to the places that they needed to get to. Well, now porn is like, it's it's kind of like a regular thing, yeah. right? It's like McDonald's. Yeah, it's like it's like a regular thing. It's always thing. there. Yeah, and so discounted. And so some of them are like, eh, yeah. You know, what I mean? and I've heard this because a lot of people are talking about, you know, that you know, porn's not very good for people. This, that, and all this stuff. However, but when you integrate yourself into actual things with your partner, and or when you're actually doing some of the things that you see and not just watching it. You know, right, and this this also goes brings, into the OnlyFans era yeah. because, of course, you get those guys like, er, why would I subscribe to an OnlyFans when I could go to porn? Well, guess what? Well, you get to you, have more interaction. You're going to have an intimate connection yeah. with that performer. So when she gets done and she squirts all over, she's going to say your name. Yeah. She's going to be like, I hope you like that, Jerry. Well, you know, and it's going to be meant for him. It's meant for, for him. She could do live shows. They yeah. could really get to know each other. That even though there's porn, it you're not. That's not intimate whatsoever. It's not intimate, and you're not like that. Girl's not going to tell you who you are and, and yeah. all that. And so, and it's the whole role play thing as well. Yes, you know that. I think that's super dope. So we have like a whole month where we're focusing only on role play, mm. um, and just teaching people a little bit about it. Where can they start? You know, doing it. How little can they start? Teacher, student. Yeah. How can they start? A little doctor, nurse. You know, a little whatever. You know, there's so many yeah. ideas and ways that you can incorporate that. But it's it's about teaching people how to even start. Right. Like a lot of people have never even tried any of this as a couple or even on their own. And you and you know, uh, this is 
I hit a lot of guys, mm-hmm. you know, so guys will come and they'll be like, I'm just not into this shit. I'm not into that. And it's like, well, guess what? This is why you're not having really amazing and powerful orgasms because that yeah. is what is going on. Yeah. That is why there's a process. That's why there's edging where you're stretching that orgasm and you're not yeah. just going because as it goes and just like you just orgasm and then you get in that feeling where you're like, oh, I got it out of me, <laughs> but it wasn't enjoyable. Yeah. It was just like, you know, you just did it. So it's like that, that is why people, so a lot of people, when they think of BDSM and, you know, on the outside looking in, they're like looking at me doming this guy and thinking that he's dumb and stupid. Well, guess this guy is actually a, a doctor, attorney, yeah. fucking whatever. I mean, he's very I mean, is that pow- turning you on too at the same time? Oh, it totally turns Oh, me yeah. On. No, I would be like, oh, I'm shit. very, yeah. I'm very yeah. exhibitionist mm-hmm. now. So um, I like to be watched. Yeah. And I like to be desired, but I don't necessarily need to like actually uh, attack. You yeah. know, I don't need to actually do something, but I do love it. I mean, obviously I'm a mm-hmm. porn star, so it's like, <laughs> you know, I like it that people are watching yeah. me and getting turned on by the yeah. fact that, you know, I'm just, I'm just doing my thing. I'm just living my life yeah. and, and stuff. And so these guys are also exhibitionists because, mm-hmm. you know, some of them, you know, they may not be into it, but I love the guys that are like, put me in a mask, put me in a leash. Yeah. And like, I have this guy coming and I'm really excited. I, I have two guys coming, one in December and then one in January. And they are really big. They have a lot of money, um, crypto guys and stuff. And um, they want me to, well, I've already like vetted to them, but I'm going to walk them on a leash and I'm taking them into Chanel and Ooh. I'm, they're going to be in a mask and they're going to also let me film content with it. And I'm fucking off for That's it. Fire. I'm like, yes. That's so fire. All about that. Um, you know, we're going into high-end stores. I'm getting whatever the fuck I want. And I'm going to be doing um, a human drain or human ATM drain. So as I also have them on the leash, I'm taking them to the ATM in front of everybody, in front of, you know, regular old people and they're gonna pull money out for me, and I'm looking badass in the outfit that they got me. And oh, they're you are taking their money. Ready. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. so ready, and they're probably listening to this right now. Like fuck yeah, like they yeah. they have been counting the days, and um. So it's like, but also for them, so they get turned on the fact that other people are watching them. Yeah. Even though, you know, if somebody knew who they were they could risk a lot. Oh, yeah. You know, some of them are married and shit, but they like that. That's, that's it's turning like, them it's, on. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. No, and then, as, like I make, edgy, and then as I make the content and I promote it, because now I'm getting into, I, I yeah. do a lot of virtual doming. Um, I Interesting. Do, oh, yeah. So I've turned it because during wow, COVID. Wow, your energy is so strong. You can virtually so, dom. Oh, yeah. I, 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 Girl, I have virtual subs and then I yeah. have the actual subs. But what guys don't understand because they think that, oh, just because I'm into this, that I just have this. I'm a feminist and I just want to beat men. No, um, that man who I'm doming in real life, he, it's a lot. Yeah. That fee is a lot. You got to earn that role. And mm-hmm. it's not just, 
uh, that you're willing. You're a willing yeah. candidate. Okay, y- we could do this on FaceTime. Yeah. I, you know, you you got some steps to earn your mm-hmm. stripes. Um, and COVID really made that happen. But it yeah. it it been going on for a long time. It's just really hard to like transition from like real life yeah. to online. I've been able to do it in a way that it's exciting. So these guys yeah. now they want me because before it would be like, oh, can I film the content? They'd be like, yeah, if you could just focus it on you and not me. But now they're like, because they know I have other girlfriends and stuff and they know that I have women watching my show that are watching my content. They're like, they were like, okay, yeah, you put me in there. And then they want to, they also- It's adrenaline. It is. And they want to, they want to watch like- the comments, they want to watch the feed, they want to see how many girls are liking it. So it's really funny, Um, but it's also a form of like exhibitionism and it's also part of their intimacy and it's kind of like their dirty little secret. And are are these both men, are they friends? Are they at the same time? No. Or is it just one at a time? One at a time. Oh, okay, okay. I haven't made it a party yet. I could, but some, but... The reason no, I, that's a very intimate thing. It's yeah. a very intimate thing. And and yeah. you also like, because this is another thing why I don't, I don't really take on a lot of like threesome. I've done a lot of threesome or, you know, group things, but everybody has to be on the same mindset, the same energy, because one fucking off person yeah. that their vibe is off, they're like sulking in the corner or they're like, uh, you know, and it's just like, you know, it's a, it's a vibe killer. It's like, ah, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Did I offend you? But, um, so it's like, I have to be very critical because I did a polyamory relationship. I kind of talked about this on my mm-hmm. other shows that I, you know, I was a very, like, I'm very pro women. Mm-hmm. I'm very about good vibes. And when I was in this relationship, it, it wasn't the same energy and it really like, it kind of hurt in a sense that I really opened myself up Mm -hmm. by allowing, you know, my man to have another girl. And also I was somewhat interested to have another girl, but we were not, she wasn't the girl for me Mm -hmm. and it's okay. But it just, you know, it tarnished my relationship with that man. I did have a very good bond with him and stuff like that. But whatever, shit happens. We didn't work out and, you know, moving along. So what it made me understand is to have boundaries. Yeah. I need to have boundaries as much as... Well, it's going to be hard to find a girl that can treat you. (sighs) Yeah. You know, like with the respect that you treat her with if she's not on a certain level there's this like jealousy thing with men and things like that and so it's like whoa oh he's giving you more attention type thing Mm or or you know it's uh, it's a natural thing for some women um but uh this was a very hot uh (laughs) hot interview where can everybody find you uh cannabis.estate and it's on i'm on ig what's your uh ig tag cannabis.estate all right and guys 
I got the YouTube channel, um, Sin City with Onyx Muse. I, you can find me, Onyx Muse XO. And make sure you are on Hayes TV Network. Download us on Roku, Android, Apple TV. And you can also hear us on Spotify and iTunes. Thank you, guys. And we will see you on the next episode.